Hey, Austin. Hey, Garrett. Do you want to buy my Street Fighter VI beta code for $500? Oh my gosh, are people actually selling him for money? Yes. Yeah, they're being scalped oh, right now. That's funny. That sucks. Damn. Yeah, yeah it, ranges from, it ranges from $300 to $500. I'd pay for that. And people are going to like... Oh, uh, you gotta enter into my Street Fighter Six giveaway for one of ten PS5 codes. Mm-hmm. You just have to okay. like, like, follow, retweet, and say, "Give me code." Yeah, I saw, I saw something like that, and I was like, "Okay, sure, we can, we can have this." This is usually what happens when a beta or a new game comes out. Um, I didn't know they were being scalped though. Like people were trying to buy them. That's funny. yeah, yeah. People are trying to sell them. Mm-hmm. I was um, kind of surprised that uh, there's a couple of people who didn't get it. Yeah. But no, then it's... all of a sudden got it. Which, huh? Who would have thought? Uh, we're not gonna. I, I won't. I won't go into tinfoil hat theories that Capcom gives out copies of their game to streamers. But I mean, of course they would. Like, <laughs> like, like why would unless they your name is Wooly. Yeah, Wooly. Wooly's not a streamer though. He's an artist. Yeah, which is why, which is why they gave it to Pat. <laughs> yeah, because Pat needs it. Pat needs something to stare at, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can, we can. Uh, Garrett, you got the beta though, so I, I, Garrett will be reporting live from the uh, the beta grounds. From the beta grounds where he will play exclusively Chun Li. Who are you gonna play, Garrett? Probably Ken. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah. Ken, I might try. Kimberly, mm-hmm. just because she seems neat, but I do not know who I will play. Because mm-hmm. just because the characters we... that I am interested in like aren't showing up until the game actually comes out, and even then, like past. Right. Because we we played it at Evo, and you were like, I don't really want to play any of these characters. I guess Ryu, and then you played Luke, and it was like, all right. So I was like curious who was who was new that you were gonna try. Yeah, I'm, probably need, probably Ken. Yeah, I'll I'll want your like detailed notes on how Ken feels because that's the character I would have been playing. I've been playing him and like you said, Kimberly, because I think she's gonna be neat. I think she's gonna have some cool stuff. Definitely gonna be watching a lot of streams this weekend. I'm gonna definitely watch and digest what this game's gonna be like. Yeah, I actually need to find time to to play it since I'm working the whole weekend. Oh god, yeah. But luckily, it's not like uh, like an Arxis in Arc what Arxis beta where it's like, hey, so from four to six p.m. you can play it. What a dumb. And then from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. you can play it. Like, and that's what a it. weird way. <laughs> I don't think they did that with Guilty Gear, but I know for a fact they did that with Grand Blue. And I think, did they do it with DNF as well? Like, DNF I, was, like, specific hours? I think so. And then they, last time, or not the last time, but the one I really remember was Dragon Ball. Because I remember Dragon Ball. I remember having them, like, blocked out on my, ca- like, my Google Calendar. <laughs> Because I was like, I have to be able to play this game. And then it didn't really work. <laughs> and then it did. And it was great. What a weird time. Betas. Especially uh, for their clothes, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Which I get. I guess that they need to, like... Isn't their testing... Like, I would describe as maybe they're testing everything first. Oh, like right. a, a controlled environment. 
Mm -hmm. But sorry, I'm putting yeah, on uh, cream on my mouth because I accidentally burned the roof of my mouth like an idiot eating lunch oh, yesterday. What did you What did you burn your mouth with? Um, a California, a what's it called? Not California. A cauliflower rice creamy risotto. Ooh, that sounds good. It's like one of those those Atkins microwave bowls, and it's like it's a risotto, but it's with like cheese sauce and chicken and everything. But the rice is cauliflower rice. Gotcha. And I was like, I'm gonna try eating it right out of the microwave. Don't do that. No. Don't, so now my so now the top of my mouth is burned, and it's fun. I get to taste medicine. At least you ate something good, you know. Yeah. I I fucking always burn my mouth on like pizza or like stupid microwave stuff that pizza I pizza is usually I, what i burn it on pizza or yeah. like the pizza rolls mm -hmm. oh it's always pizza rolls i've never not burned my mouth with pizza rolls they're too good to wait mm -hmm. and then you have them and then you you curse yourself right uh you know what else uh curses yourself what 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 does what does <laughs> Here comes, Here comes a daredevil. daredevil. Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Here Comes a New Challenger, a fighting game podcast, because I didn't know how to segue into the intro. That was a great segue. I think it worked. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's another twofer. Two, I, am, I am joined by Austin. That's me. It's and then me, me, Garrett. Yeah, because we're doing a schedule, and this week it is just me and him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to reach out to somebody, and they were going to a local, so it's yeah. all good. Um, but yeah, we're doing an episode on, um, fighting game openings, and we'll talk more about that later, but, um, Garrett, how was your week? Um, pretty alright, uh, there's some medicine stuff, and I'm not gonna go super into it, but I talked about that off-pod, so there's that, um, I also touched up, uh, King of Fighters for a little bit. Okay. Like, yesterday for maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes just to mess around with, uh, Halmaru. Mm -hmm. since Team Samurai is now out. Yeah, which we can we can talk about in the news section a bit more. How do you how did you feel about Halmaru? Uh, I like him. I don't know if I want to make the commitment to putting him on, him on my team right now. Because mm -hmm. the problem is, with my team that I have, I either have to do a, have a team with, there's one really strong character and two weirdos, or two really strong characters and just get rid of one the other just get rid of the weirdo and replace it with Halmaru. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> like, do I want to get rid of Cronin or Kukri? So here here's my thing is I I don't think you want to get rid of either of those characters. Those are like two characters I'm like Garrett likes both those characters. I don't know. I guess in theory you want to get rid of Kukri, but like nah Kukri's too fun. Why well, would don't get rid of him. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I think I was thinking about getting rid of Cronin if, like, a patch happened. But it didn't. It was just bug fixes. So it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Cronin is still, like, top three. Yeah. I saw 
I saw that uh, someone tweeted out that like patch notes, dream is dead, and it's just like small bug fixes, nothing adjusted, and everyone's just like, oh well, I guess the game is still the game. Uh, is KOF 15's meta stale? Has it gone stale? I think at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. I definitely was trying to watch a tournament the other night and was just like, wow, there really is just a lot of the same characters here. Wow, I sure love Cronin, Kula, and B. Janney. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe, like, two Rock Howards. Yeah. And... Which... I don't know. Speaking of, I might drop, like... If I hate myself, I might drop, like, 80 bucks soon to get a Rock Howard jacket. Oh, that would be sick. Because I'm probably going to do that for, um, I'm thinking about probably doing that for Halloween. That'd be sick, yeah. I would love that. And then, mate, depending, either just bringing that to Frosties or mm-hmm. getting uh, the other costume I wanted to do, which is Jin. So we'll go from there. Yeah. I haven't be committed, okay. but I'm probably going to do, probably going to get that jacket pretty soon. I just need to figure if, out what my fucking chest size is so I can actually get the correct size. Yeah, and Probably what'll comedian. be great is Frosty Faustings is gonna be it's gonna be cold Chicago yeah. winter, so big jackets and heavy cosplay will actually probably keep you alive. <laughs> Until I go inside, but yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I can dress up as a character where I'm probably not gonna play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey you could you could you did sign up for KOF. I don't think anyone would have a bad bad time with that. I mean, I already have like three or four games I want to sign up for. It's the problem. Yeah. So, worst case, I'm probably going to do like a full five. Where's the Frosty Faustings website? I, do they not have a website? They should. Can't find it, huh? I'll find it. I'll find it anyway. I got to figure out which games I, I want to sign I wanted to look up the... the the lineup for it because i guess we could talk about frosty faustings lineup later too yeah um but eh, anything else for your week um i also watched uh a decent amount of gundam over the past like week yeah you're into gundam now eh i mean you've always been into gundam but now you're like you are back into the gundam yeah. sphere we're trying to yeah mm-hmm. so i saw two episodes of two like polar opposites. Mm-hmm. I saw two episodes of Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. Yeah. Which is like the brand new one, and there's only two episodes out right now. And then two episodes of Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Mm-hmm. And they're which... just polar opposites. <laughs> <laughs> well, so wait, is The Witch from Mercury? Isn't that a movie? Aren't they no. coming out with a movie? Not that I know of. There might be. A Gundam movie did come out recently, but it's like a retelling of like a quote-unquote lost episode. Uh, oh, wait, yeah, 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 that's what it was. Which like the, with the from the series 78. out right now. But yeah, no, they just released the series itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, how, what, what's your feelings on Witch of Mercury then? Um, it's really neat so far. It's an interesting take on Gundam because like... Well, the first episode is pretty, like, I guess, box standard. It's, like, relatively brutal in, like, a war-type setting. Mm-hmm. 
like literally 10 minutes and you see somebody get domed so like okay sick very very violent but um Uh like the gundam fight scenes are really great and in general the concept of the gundam in this one's pretty interesting it's not like because like the classic gundam is like oh it's just called that because it's made with the metal gundanium oh gotcha which (laughs) that's literally why they're called gundams because they're made of gundanium or at least that's what they're called why they're called that in like the 78 one like the Gundam named Gundam. Right. Because everything else is just a mobile suit. Right. But in this ga- in this series, it's like... Almost semi-organic. Oh. So they're like bioweapons almost. Oh, so it's, it's not like A little bit. It's not exactly... It's not like... We literally took bot pieces from aliens and humans and put it into a robot... It's like this robot needs like a human to function. Oh. And then w- like almost has like a symbiote relationship with the human. Okay. Because you connect huh. with the Gundam. And I want to okay. say. And whenever you do anything like quote unquote flashy, it like drains your life force pretty much. Uh. Like it makes you like super exhausted. If you do, like, gotcha. anything remotely cool. Oh. Like, very, like, I think the first, yeah, during, like, the first few fight scenes, you'll see, like, these other two Gundams use, like, the funnels, which are, like, the little drone-type dudes. You just launch them out, and then they'll latch on something and explode and do all the, all the cool Gundam stuff. But then after that, they'll cut to the person piloting a Gundam, and they're, like, face down, and they're, like, panting like they just ran a marathon Mm, i see so it's a interesting and that normally doesn't happen with gundams because they're literally just robots the closest you're gonna get to that is like ava or um g gundam i guess is technically like that too Mm -hmm. but not to the same extreme of this is a actual like relationship with the gundam It's pretty neat. The Aerial Gundam, which is like the the flagship one, is pretty cool. Even if, uh, literally, whenever they released the model kit, it sold out immediately. (laughs) So they just replaced it with Gun Tank. So uh, that's one of my favorite tweets that have happened this week. I think you retweeted it. That was the, all all that Gundam has sold out, but they've replaced it with Gun Tank. And then there's the little picture of all Gundams, and it's just Gun Tank. It's a little Gun Tank, like, chibi drawing with hands in the air. Love Gun Tank. Yeah, so it's just like, we sold out of this Gundam, so here it is. But then, that's just like the first episode's very, I guess, almost stock Gundam in a way, besides that. And then episode right. one happens, because that was the prologue, and then it becomes a academy setting. Oh, fun? So fun Question mark? So you go from, like, corporate espionage, almost, to, because I don't think it's like a, a like, total war setting i think specifically it's like a company creates the gundam as like a branch of their um oh god there's a fly over here of uh their pharmaceuticals type stuff like oh yeah with the gun gun's arm you can be able to live in space and then you can have like a good arm or a leg and then it's like okay so uh we created bioweapons now here's a gundam and then next episode it's 
essentially an academy setting, like I guess Yu-Gi-Oh GX for lack of a better term. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, what? What the fuck is happening? What is it? What is this fucking show? So, it's it's very weird uh, going from like a pretty brutal first episode to like, oh, this isn't that bad, <laughs> but still having a little bit of that undertone to it. Mm-hmm. But it's very. It almost feels like two separate shows, but the it's a it follows the story of the one of the children from the prologue. So that's fine, and then essentially that campus allows like duels, where you can challenge somebody to a duel, and so you will get into your own mobile suit, they'll get into theirs, and then you do like a little like a mock Gundam fight scene, pretty much. Almost like fencing, I guess, because the whole point is that you need to cut off the antenna of the Gundam okay. you're fighting, like the little you know the fins that like a lot of Gundams have. Yeah. Your yeah, goal yeah, is yeah. to cut off that fin. During the, okay. uh, during the duel. Okay. So, what what do they graduate the academy from? Like, what what is, what is like the a, academy? I guess it's for? a military academy. I have no idea. They haven't like fully okay. explained it. I'm a, It seems like it's a military one, since okay. bare minimum it's teaching kids how to like pilot mobile suits mm-hmm. and come up with like strategies and shit. But okay. All that dual stuff happens, and by the end of it, we now have lesbian Gundams. Yeah. So, uh, I wonder. I'm glad you said that because I googled this this uh this show, Gundam Witch from Mercury, and top stories in the news catalog. The first one that shows up is from Gizmodo. The article reads: "The new Gundam show is here, queer, and we are already very used to it." Yeah. And uh, so. All right. Don't know if you knew this, but Gundam's very gay. Yeah. Like, incredibly gay. Like, if you've ever seen anything from the 78 timeline, especially, like, Char's Gunner Attack, that, with Amuro and Char, it's very homoerotic. Right. Like, Gundam has always been, like, pretty much gay since, like, the 70s. (laughs) Right. And it's just now being a lot more, um, like, out there. Like, a lot more like, yeah, no, these people are... It hits her quote unquote fiance because of the weird, some weird bullshit involving her being used as like a trophy type thing. Uh, okay. Sure. So it's not a relationship right now, but chances are it's going to become like an actual relationship later. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. But point being, a lot of people are happy that it's it's a gay Gundam. It's lesbian Gundams. Let's go. Uh, look, I'm here for it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And First female lead, let's go. Let's swing to the fucking fences. And, like, look, it's Gundam. Like, why not? Yeah. Who cares? I think the next episode's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Since it's a uh, seasonal what? anime, so I think it updates every Sunday. What's the name of this mobile suit? Uh, Ariel. Ariel? Yeah, A E R I A L. Oh, like Ariel, Ariel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ariel Chokugin. Or Chokugin figure. This is a good Gundam. I like this. Yeah, and then all nice. the the red streaks are supposed to be like the bio. The bio bits. Oh, oh interesting. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. 
kind of sick. I'm in. It's a good-looking Gundam. Yeah, and then I started uh, also watching Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Which is the which one is, that we were talking about yeah, last week. Yeah, with Tequila Gundam. With Tequila Gundam. Um, the ba- Baxter Gundam. Baxter? Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. I just saw that episode. It's with the... Baxter Gundam. Baxter Gundam. I guess so. Yeah, the American Gundam. Yeah. It's a football player. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Maxter. Gundam Ma- Maxter. Maxter Gundam. Yeah, and it's draw- driven by Mr. Crockett. Mr. Crockett. It's something Crockett. It's like a Japanese name with Crockett at the end because it's like, oh, it's American. So Crockett. Like Davy Crockett. It has, it has boxing mode too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see both of them in, uh, in that episode, but it's the fucking weirdest thing. It's a weird post-apocalyptic Gundam series, but not really where the Earth is like a shithole. Mm-hmm. And it's surrounded by the colonies. Just like the space colonies, like Neo America, Neo Mexico, Neo Rome. Wait, why does ne- why does Mexico get a whole colony and Rome also gets its own colony? Like what? I have no idea, dude. I think it's Neo Rome. It's either Neo Rome or Neo Italy in Rome, because the first episode takes place in Rome. Okay. But point being, like every nation of those co- and every colony gets their own mobile suit, like their own Gundam. Mm-hmm. Because it's like well. In the original series, it's like a whole Civil War thing about, like, the colonies are just Earth and who gets to control who in a very, like, Civil War type thing. And this one, it's like, no, they're not having a war. They're having a championship. And whoever wins gets to control all the colonies for that year. So, this is how you do a Gundam fighting game. This is the Gundam fighting game story. I have the full list of the colonies if you want me to read them off. Can I read them off? Yeah, there's a lot of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's a ton. Because so it's like, got... I think that this series is like 50-something episodes. So we, we got we got Neo-Japan, Neo-America, you know, got it. Neo-Russia, Neo-France, Neo-China, Neo-Germany, Neo-Hong Kong, which is not part of China, by the way. Neo-Sweden, Neo-Denmark, Neo-Mexico, Neo-Nepal, Neo-Canada, Neo Spain, Britain, and Holland. These are all separate Neos. Pretty much everything has a Neo in front of it. Uh, Neo Turkey, uh, Neo Egypt, Neo Italy, Neo Greece, Neo uh, Portugal, Neo Malaysia. M- Malaysia has to be in this? I- I'm cool with it, but mm. all right. Uh, Neo Singapore, Neo Cuba, <laughs> Neo Mongolia, Neo Poland, Neo Norway, and Neo Kenya. So I did. I was going to say no African neo-countries, but Egypt and Kenya. So we got two. Uh, yeah, but very, very European-centric. Yeah. Which, Gundam's got a bunch of people with funny British accents or elaborate, like, British accents, you know? Like, it, Gundam's pretty pretty European, yeah. I would say. Yeah, and the the main character is the, the Shining Gundam, which is from Neo-Japan. Mm-hmm. Looks like your basic Gundam, but there she has he has like beam katanas pretty much. Shining Gundam? Yeah, Shining Gundam. Gotcha. I'm looking it up. I just want to see it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this one before. Shining Gundam. Yeah, it looks very standard. I think I've actually had a fig I think I had like a toy of this when I was a kid. Yeah, no, it uh aired on Tsunami, I'm pretty sure at yeah. some point. I saw a few episodes as a kid. 
but I cannot remember what any episode is about. I just remember the main character, Mr. Asia, mm-hmm. and the Fran, the Frenchman. That's French. all. That's all I remember. I remember uh, nothing else. Yeah. When did it air? Aired like nine eighties. Two thousand. No. The, so in Japan, it aired ninety four, ninety five. In the U.S. in English, it aired in two thousand two to two thousand two. Yeah, that makes sense. October. That makes sense. That's probably why I saw it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, God. Seven, six. I was like five. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess. Five or six. God, we are young. But yeah, no, Uh, I do remember that. And they probably only came stateside because of Gundam Wing. Probably. Yeah, Uh, no, it's... Wait, wait, go ahead. I was going to say that uh, I, I... as a kid, always felt like, I watched Gundam. I love Gundam. Because uh, I felt like, I watched it as a kid. And then when I got into, like, late high school, I finally figured out what I had seen so much. Like, was, you know, it, was it Gundam SD? No, 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 no. I was like, I saw the one with they, where they race. And they're like, what? Oh, IGPX. IG, Immortal Grand Prix. Yeah. Which was not Gundam. <laughs> but I watched a lot of IGPX when I was... uh like a kid because i thought that was the coolest concept of like giant robots and racing and then like they fight and stuff i I was a big fan of it uh i've never seen it but i know it exists because it's like a toonami original yeah production ig animated too which was like wow we got they got ig to do it and like cartoon network slash toonami were like this is our original thing the problem is is that it um i think it's gone forever it's one of those like they make a lot of money yeah so they they put it in the vault uh because i don't think you can watch it anywhere but i'm not sure but i remember i remember watching that and being like this is cool gundam is awesome yeah and i think i saw like watching a lot of toonami as a kid and you'd see like gundam trailers or like parts of like the the those bumpers they used to do yeah Um, like tom talking in the background yeah I was like, yeah. And then I also watched, um, not Macrosu. What was it called? Macross? Uh, not Macross. It was the other one. Um, was it Macross? I don't think it was Macross. No, it wasn't Macross. I'll, I'll remember it later, but I, I remember seeing a different uh, anime. Ro- oh, it was Macross. Yeah, never mind. I'm wrong. Um, okay, so, so it was it probably was either that or Big O. Yeah. I remember watching Macross. It's the yeah, it's Macross because it's the jet fighter that is also a a walking talking robot. I mean, it doesn't talk, but it's a walking robot. Um, yeah. So Robotech. It was Robotech. That's what it was. Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Fucking. So G Gundam is very interesting with that plot point of like yeah, it's a fighting fighting tournament. It's also really like over the top and stupid in kind of a great way. <laughs> Right. First episode is literally like a section where the main character gets shot at by like 40 guns because he's surrounded by the Roman man's uh, like thugs. <laughs> gets shot at. It's all quiet. It's like, oh man, we got him. He's still there holding the, like with his cape. It's like, oh, did the cape lock it? No, he caught all the bullets. <laughs> because he knows, um, what's it called? He is a kung fu master from Neo Japan. <laughs> So he just all caught right. all the bullets. And there's also a scene where somebody tries to snipe somebody, but then the guy kicks the bullet to another part. <laughs> yeah. Wait. 
Alright, sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very dumb, but I kind of love it. And then, um... You have, like, to where, like, oh man, what's the Roman Gundam called? Oh, you know, the Nero Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> the Nero Gundam. Which makes sense, because the whole plot point of the main villain of that episode is like, yeah, we're gonna find the Neo Japan pilot, and we're gonna scapegoat him. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder where he got that idea from. Probably not from Nero... The Roman guy. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. And then the second episode is about the uh, the American Gundam. So uh, are each episode is just about like a new region and their Gundam? Uh, that's what it seems like. There might be like longer arcs later on. Mm-hmm. But at least for the first few episodes, it's like, yeah, he goes over to Neo-Mexico and he finds the Gundam fighter and convinces them to have a duel. Okay. Or... Uh, Neo China's Gundam has been taken over by evil, and they ask him to help him beat it. Stuff like that. Uh, and it always so, ends with uh, this quote-unquote special move, like right. Fist of the North Star. Okay, gotcha. But instead of, like, uh, you're already dead, he uses the burning finger. Burning finger. Okay. Or he's just, like, he just grabs... The opponent's Gundam's head and then just explodes it because it's not the cockpit. Yeah, it's just the head. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't do okay. that to the American Gundam. He instead put his hand through the other hand and like destroyed it, like destroyed an arm. But point being, he always ends it with the the burning finger, mm-hmm. which is where the um, what's it called? That one quote came from. It's it was a meme at one point. But now it's just like a super like popular um, Gundam quote. Take my love, my hate. Take my love, my anger, and all of my sorrow. <laughs> Alright. Burning sure. finger. Hold on. Let's see if I can find that real quick. But yeah. Uh, G Gundam is pretty great. I'm going to watch more of it. Probably either after this or during the week. But yeah. Luck. That's... I, might, I might have to watch this too because I just found... Uh... I'm looking at all these different Gundams, and I, I'm these look fun. This is a fun little plot of a show. Oh, shining Finger Sword, there we go. Shining Finger Sword. Matador Gundam. Yeah, that's uh, Neo. <laughs> that's the Neo Spain. The Matador Gundam looks so bad. <laughs> oh, this is bad. <laughs> Okay, we gotta we gotta stop talking about Gundam. We've yeah. been talking about Gundam for thirty minutes. <laughs> That's how it be. That's my week. All right, Just Gundam. That, Gundam week. When is, when is this podcast gonna become a Gundam podcast? Uh, probably soon, depending on how much news we get. Yeah, honestly, we might have to pivot to be a Gundam podcast for a few weeks. Maybe Austin's getting into Gundam too now. I I might, should I watch the movies? The movies are on Netflix, and I've been meaning to watch. It's like the original. Gundam movies. Are those worth watching? Or should uh, I like... Is Charles Counterattack one of them? I think so, yeah. That is absolutely worth watching. That's directed by uh, Hideki Anno. Okay. So even though the movie... Like, because I was told like they're they're more or less like retellings of like the first few seasons. If it's, if it's Gundam The Origin, then yeah. Okay. Because those are like remakes, essentially. But Charles Counterattack is like a sequel to the original series. That's like, oh, we're going to continue the plot of these characters. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I'll have to I'll have to look into it. I might watch those tonight. I kind of been been looking for that. 
all right well i get do i talk about my week now yeah or do we okay yeah if you want if I you guess... have anything to talk about with your week then do it uh not nothing too crazy um i've i, I had like a mental breakdown when it came to video games for a little bit because i was like i was playing gundam evolution and i was like i'm not sure i'm having a lot of fun here um and then I was, like, playing uh, CVS 2 for a while, and I was like, I'm not sure I'm having fun here. And then I was playing, like, a couple of the other games that I just, like, go around and try to play. And, like, I just wasn't having a lot of fun with anything. Um, and then I played Disco Elysium, and I was like, oh, this is so fun. I'm digging Disco Elysium. Uh, so I played that for a while. And uh, I need to get back into KOF because I want to try Team Samurai because I really want to try Darley and Hal Maru. Um, but I just haven't made the time for it. And then uh, Overwatch 2 dropped yesterday uh, and I've been playing it a lot. I've, I like these games. Unfortunately, I have to just admit that I like Overwatch gameplay and I like playing with four friends and all, everyone having a good time and it's fun. Uh, bad Company, yes, fun game sorry um and garrett's already off pod explained how they're they're stealing my information so i i i'm feeling some mixed feelings but i'm playing uh i'm playing some overwatch, overwatch. too you get um, to play winston in that game i get to be the monkey yeah if you've put in 90 hours one lock monkey which weird weird that like because they uh, so they keep the coins from um like, they, they keep the coin system from Overwatch 1, but they're called Legacy Coins, and you can you can only really buy, like, old stuff with it, but, like, you're never going to get Legacy Coins again, which was, like, weird to me. I'm like, what what do I do with this? And then there's, like, the Battle Pass, which looks fine. The Battle Pass. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Um, and, like, some of the, uh, like... How can I explain it? Like the the character designs look some look really good and then some look like uh, okay that's that's that character again. Yeah. Um. Some of the gameplay changes are kind of fun. It's it's fine. It's a fine time. I'm having I'm having fun. Like I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing that Troy was enjoying it too on Twitter. So. Yeah. It's Overwatch. It's just yeah. a fun team based shooter. And like when you're playing, like, I don't want to play it by myself ever. But like I'll play it if I have two friends who are on. I'll be like, all right, let's get a group going and we'll. Like, it's fun when you're coordinating with your team and doing stuff, but I'm not playing it by myself. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have a lot to really go All into right. with my week. So <laughs> let's talk about the, the one article of news we have. Yeah, we don't have much. Um, so Team Samurai came out uh, yesterday. That's kind of it. There was a patch, but the patch was just bug fixes, nothing serious. So you're still going to see Cronin. Mm-hmm. So, I get excited, kind of team. What you get? Um, starting next weekend is uh, well. Hold on, first starting uh, in literally two days, uh, Street Fighter Six beta is happening. Which again, get yeah. it will be on the ground floor of that. Yeah, and as we talked about, it's also being poached right now by people having setting up bots to pick up a shit ton of keys and selling them for hundreds of dollars. <laughs> which will be unsold because I highly doubt somebody's going to drop $500 to play Street Fighter 6 for two days. <laughs> like, I highly doubt it, but we'll see how dumb people are. Mm-hmm. So there's that. 
that's happening. There's a lot of stuff they've been announcing recently with it. There is a... They're essentially doing having, like, a commentator in the Battle Hub, which their design is pretty neat. Definitely, like, unique compared to what I'd expect out of Street Fighter. But I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, you can also again, yeah. heavily edit what your Here Comes a New Challenger looks like. Which is great. This is... This is... We were talking about this a little bit off pod, that, like, I really love all these small things that they're doing, you know, to, like, just give me some... Fuck it. Let me change my Here Comes a New Challenger thing. Let me change... Give facial expressions before yeah. match. Like, all this small, goofy stuff sure doesn't do anything, quote-unquote, but I'm I'm just here for it all, you know? Yeah, it just to me, it shows that they're having a lot of fun making the game in general. Because mm-hmm. it's not just, like, oh, yeah, here's ranked... Here's casual. Yeah. You can do that. It's, like, it's just like giving me everything and giving you all these like ideas and or not ideas, all these little features and stuff. It's, yeah. it's fun. The game's going to be a video game, Garrett. We're getting a, a free yeah. fighter that's a video game. <laughs> yeah, the beta code thing has been really weird, but, you know, mm-hmm. it is, is what it is, but it is a bummer that some people aren't getting it because people are trying to game the system and make money off of it mm-hmm. so there's that um only real guilty gear news is that next week guilty gear is doing their crossplay beta whoop, whoop. for playstation 4 5 and steam mm-hmm. and it's going to be free to download will not right. require playstation plus mm-hmm. on the playstation side of things and then i believe it is basically the full game for the next Two to three days, and you get access to all 21 characters, including Bridget. Heck, yeah. Let's go. Uh, just just so happy with this announcement and how they're unveiling this. More fighting games should just do this, you know? I'm just saying. It's a, it. Let, let everyone try your game out for a weekend. People will buy it if they really liked it, you know? Yeah, especially since this has let you, like, super test the servers. Mm-hmm. Because you're not just going to get the same, like, few thousand people. You can get, like, probably 9,000 people or more. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get, like, a bunch of people trying out this game that's never touched it before. You need to make sure that crossplay is, like, stable. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to test it. So they're probably going to have it on by default. I'm sure you'll be able to turn it off and like when the game comes out, but I wouldn't be surprised if during the beta it's like, no, crossplay's on. You're going to play against somebody on PC when you're playing PlayStation. Right. Which, if it all works and it plays well, let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, there's that. Apparently Netherrealm is, Netherrealm is doing an announcement pretty soon. Yeah, but it won't be Mortal Kombat. Ooh. Apparently. I'm thinking Mortal Kombat versus DC rollback netcode update. There we go. That's what I... I you, you know what we want. Yeah. Netherrealm. Do it. So there's another thing I forgot to mention. Um, the Guilty Gear Rev 2 beta is not going to be how they normally do it. It's not like, oh, it's a beta, but it's basically in the game forever now. It's going to be a limited time beta. Oh. I think they said okay. approximately two weeks. So you'll have two weeks to play Rev 2 of rollback, and then it's going back to delay-based while they like work out the kinks interesting so yeah it is not 
how they've been doing betas where when Central Fiction got its beta, you literally could just play rollback in Central Fiction. Mm-hmm. And then a month or two later, it's like, okay, it's in the game now. This one is, okay. you can play it for a little bit, but then you're not going to be able to later mm-hmm. until they get it all fixed out. So I don't know if that means that they're going to be doing multiple betas or if that just means this is one beta and then after they do that, they'll release it to the public. It's weird, mm-hmm. but it's the first, but hopefully it's not too bad. It is a little bit of a bummer, though. That you can't just... Yeah. I can't just play Xard whenever now. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't know. I, I... Hmm. I I like that they were gonna they're gonna work on it and then take it away and finish it and then it'll be full release. But like, I kind of just want just give me the rollback. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'd rather just have the rollback the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm being honest, but it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Frosty Faustings registration went live uh, last weekend, actually, like a few days and- ago. It has and blown the fuck up. <laughs> Rev two has already hit cap once, uh huh, and it is getting close to hitting cap again. Which and if I it does, then they'll have to raise the cap to Guilty Gear Strive's cap, which is seven hundred and fifty players. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, I think both Strive and Rev two have like over five hundred each. Which, uh, round of applause right now to. Uh, Arc system works. Yeah, I think it's uh, a top five is like them, Melty Blood, Central Fiction, and I want to say DNF, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, they tweet about it here. I'll try to find their Twitter. Yeah, and they they talk they tweeted the numbers. I know for a fact like four of the top five I know are the Guilty Gears, Central Fiction, and Melty Blood. The top five, the top 15 leaderboard. Uh, they tweeted out on October 3rd, so two days ago. Um, they had Strive is 350, Rev is 300, uh, plus. Number three is the Mystery Cap. Mystery Tournament. Tournament, okay, yeah, and then it's Melty Blood, and then Central Fiction. No, 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 huh? no, no. Number four is Guilty Gear X. Ah. And then, or XX is 100, and then Melty Blood, Central Fiction, DNF, KOF, Tekken okay. 7, Persona 4. Frosty Faustings, the Guilty Gear tournament. Yeah, showing that. Yeah, it is in fact the Guilty Gear tournament. Mm-hmm. So registration is live. Um, I'm very. I need to do that registration sooner than later. Same, same. The only thing that sucks is that I am gonna have to know that I'm gonna be spending a lot more than I want to because I'm one mm-hmm. entering the doing the the regular pass, which is ninety, mm-hmm. and I'm entering. Bare minimum three games. Just twenty because them's fighting hurts is free. Right. So don't have to worry about that. At least like central fiction and I want to try doing rep two, but then after that it's like there's three. I have three games, so I need to pick the next two. Yeah. Which I'm thinking are probably gonna be multi blend persona, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then I have to spend. I don't have to, but I want to spend like. I want to get a flannel. Oh yeah, I would love a Frosty Faustings fa- uh, flannel. That'd be sick. Um, I would like to volunteer at Frosty Faustings if possible. I've clicked on the link and it does not exist. I yeah, want them to um, their... I think you can register during registration. Uh, I I'm I'm at registration trying to clicking on the volunteer yeah. link and it doesn't exist. No. I'm gonna wait for. Um, they have more news on like that. I would like to. I would like to 
you know, help yeah. volunteer this year. I've, I've been saying it for years that I want to volunteer at these tournaments more. So I think this will be the year I volunteer and help, help run a bracket. I'd love to run, like, any of the side brackets this year. Which uh, there is like, a lot. It's a ton. It's a big event. Um, plus, I want to I wanna run Rev 2, like you're saying. And I also want to maybe play Dragon Ball again. I don't want to play Dragon Ball Fighters, actually. I don't know. I might do CVS 2 or one of the other side tournaments. Um, and I mean, hey, if you want to know what's a fun side tournament they're doing this year? Pokin. Wow, I might do that. And, uh, we, uh, they're doing, sorry, I'm scrolling through the list, I'm trying to find, oh, Marvel's Capcom Infinite and Tatsunoko are going to be side tournaments, which will be fun Ooh. to watch. And Rumblefish 2, which will get that re-release sometime soon. Yeah, within, I think, the next few months. Yeah. With rollback. Bunch of bunch of fun tournaments this is gonna be a fun fun event for sure uh yeah i think we're both planning on going but we yeah i'm definitely trying to i just have to it. bite the bullet on the on the cost and then right. which should be possible like in the next few days when i get my paycheck but it's like i have to know Same. i'm spending like chunk on that and then i need to get the plane ticket sooner rather than later right 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 so um, i'm not I'm not driving up to Illinois. <laughs> no. Yeah, and now that I'm a. Uh, now, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about this now. Like, I'm gonna be flying from from California. I gotta figure out that whole plan. Oh God, I didn't. I, traveling is so fucking. I've not thought about traveling in so long. It's it's a headache. Yeah, it is, ain't it? Um. But yeah, Frost Falcon's gonna be a thing. Get excited, team. That's. Probably my favorite. It and Evo are my two favorites, but I, I'm excited to go to Frosty Fasting again. It's going to be a good time. And I think that's um, it for news, as far as I know. Right. I, I, some characters got announced. Uh, I mean, not announced. Um, we, we talked about most of the news, actually. I guess Sam's show is out. We, Garrett, we were talking about playing at yeah. the beginning. Uh, yeah, I think that's most of the news. I think that is all the news, actually. Yeah. Record time. Talked about Gundam for 30 minutes and talked about news for 15. <laughs> hey, we we try, okay? We, we tried our best. Talk about the important stuff. Yeah, we gotta, you know, you gotta try to talk about the important stuff. Um, well, I guess that leaves us with, um, what does that leave us with, Garrett? My brain is... Fighting broken. game intros. Fighting game... Oh, yeah. So the actual topic of the episode is fighting yeah. game intros slash openings, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I I really wanted to talk about this for a topic because uh, I went down a rabbit hole of watching some openings forever ago, and uh, I was like, I would love to talk about some of our favorite fighting game intros, you know, what we think about them, and such of that nature. Um... And what I want to just define it real quick, so we we're all on the same page, is like any any kind of like opening cinematic that plays before like at when so like when you boot up a fighting game, and it's like you know art like Capcom presents or whatever any kind of company present logos, and then it's like the opening cinematic that happens. Yeah, not um, the not the attract screen, but the thing right before the attract screen. Right, 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 um, and. Uh, there's a lot of variety here because a lot of them, a lot of the arcade machines had um, different ones that are different from the console ones. There's 
some of them that are like just gameplay and like a few like cool stills from it or uh some of them are just full amv videos you know like there's a lot here um garrett do you what do you think about fighting him intros in like a very vague sense like do you do you uh, I think they're neat. Of them or... Yeah. Um, I'll definitely w- will watch them at least like once or twice. Mm-hmm. If it's like, if something about it like rubs me the right way, one might yeah. say, then I'll watch it like every other time I like boot it up. Mm-hmm. It, I and for you, do you think they ever like? Do they affect your interest in the game yes. at all? Okay. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, elaborate. Like so, how how so? Uh, it's why I got into Blaze Blue. Oh, okay. So you're you're meaning to tell me that you, Blaze Blue exists solely as the intro happened. You're like, fuck, I'm playing this game. Yeah, it was that and a IGN review. Oh, really? An IGN review? Yeah. It huh. was uh, it was the review and the intro for Calamity Trigger. Oh, okay. Which is Sick. still my favorite Blaze Blue opening. Okay. Well, I didn't know that actually. Uh, so Calamity Triggers, not um, the other ones. Like, yeah. uh, do you think? Do you, do you do any of the other ones hold a candle to it, or are you just um, like no, that that one? Continuous Shift Two comes close. Mm-hmm. But that's mostly because of the song itself. Gotcha. Like that's ingrained as like a fan favorite song. I think that I think specifically that intro song is in literally every Blaze Blue game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this song. Which, so so, do you? I I think we have the, we have the same opinion here. Do you prefer the intro to have gameplay or just purely visual spectacle? Like um, like. I think I would rather have pure spectacle Mm -hmm. but i'm not against having like gameplay sprinkled in right uh i think i think the i think this comes down to like what i want to bring up is like what is the point like what are you trying to achieve with an opening you know Mm -hmm. and like for fighting games like the the story is very rarely the point you know um and so like sorry i'm really burpy i don't know what's going on but um i think that uh, every fighting game intro has to accomplish like certain things, which is like what is the general vibe or tone of the game, with like that yeah, that intro song and like the visuals that are being shown. Who are the characters and like show me how they are cool or not cool. And then like like I need to be able like I think the initial idea for all of them was just like you're in an arcade and you're walking and you see this machine and the machine looks kind of cool and you need to pull me in. And how are you gonna pull me in? Um, and I've got a long list over here of some really good intros that do various different things. Yeah. And, uh, I think probably, I want to go with, oh, good. I think we should probably start with the, uh, the Godfather. Okay. What, what do you consider the Godfather? Okay. I don't like this intro. <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to save this as a hot take for later, but the Street Fighter 2 one, um, uh, is, it's fine. I guess like the arcade intro of like the two guys like yeah the dude gets punched and just goes in it's like Street Fighter two don't see a single character (laughs) yeah which like 
this is the weirdest one for me. And I think it takes like, until Turbo before they're like, oh yeah, here's some, here's Rio, I guess. Mm-hmm. That one is good. I was gonna say like once you get to that one, where it, it's Ryu in the front, and he's in shadow, and the lights are slowly coming up, and he throws the Hadoken at your face. That's sick, you know. I'm into that. It's Super Street Fighter Two, uh, and that happens. That one's good. But like even then, like it's yeah, it's just Ryu, whatever. Uh, and then you get Alpha Two, which has a super super sick like black silhouette fire comes up akuma's there he looks pissed alpha 2 logo on the screen and then you get like show a character they're doing a super show a different character to other silhouette show them doing stuff um and the music is sick like this is a good intro we're like i love this shit it's like just show everyone who's going to be in the game give me some brief like the cool shit people can do mm-hmm. give me some great art like I'm all about it. Uh, that that that's what I'm looking for. Uh, do you have any classic arcade intro that you remember seeing a lot as a kid, or because like you weren't really an arcade guy, right? No, I didn't grow up with like many arcades around me, so I didn't really go to arcades that much in general. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that like, I don't know actually. If there's like a arcade intro that like. I can think of that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I I only have two. Like, I was saying Alpha Two as like a I saw the Alpha Two one oh then like high school because I was doing a lot of emulating and I played all the fighting games I'd never played ever. Um, so Alpha Two I saw uh, like when I was in high school, but the ones that I remember as a kid that are like burned into my brain are X Men versus Street Fighter. Um, I have like the the shot of Ken looking up at Gambit, like, I, I go to sleep, and, like, that shape is, like, burned in my eyes, and, um, and that's in my left eye, and in my right eye is Ryu and Cyclops handshaking, like, great little images that I, 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 I will never forget, and, um, not, maybe not my favorite intro ever, but I do love that it's, it's Capcom with the silhouette of Ryu in space, for some reason, and, like, uh, I'm watching it as I'm, as I'm talking, but, like, it's the the wildest crossover you've ever seen, and then Gambit's beating up Ken, and then it's Cammy. Yeah. Like, I love the over-the-top announcer, and, like, the showing a little bit of gameplay, and that there's, look at all the crazy supers going on, and you're like, oh, it's a tag game. And the announcer going, X-Men versus Street Fighter. Like, awesome. It gets me excited. Like, I want to play the game right now. Um, and then the other one that I have is, I, I would argue I'm not a big Tekken guy, right? I don't think, uh, Tekken's, like, one of my favorite fighting games, but the Tekken 3 intro is awesome. Like, it's got super great music, that, like, guitar riff, like, um, I love, like, the, the shot of Hey Hachi when he, like, puts his fist up, like, yes, we're doing Tekken again. Um, showing all the characters doing stuff, you know, like, like it really showing like how far 3d has come at the time. And I just remember being like, I don't know what the hell a Tekken is or who any of these people are, but I got to figure it out. You know, um, I actually was going to say, I remember the PlayStation one more cause it's the one with 
Kazuya and June, and then Jin is there, and it's like Jin's about to go fight Ogre, and I, I just remember that a lot. I remember, I remember which one of my friends had a PS2 with Tekken 3 on it, but I remember that intro, like, playing on repeat, because we would just have the PlayStation on in the background, we did other shit, and that intro would just play on repeat. Um, good times. So, I guess to pivot, what, what are some, uh, do you know any? Do you have any bad examples off the top of your head, Garrett? Because I have two. Bad. Um, yeah. Honestly, one thing is like not having it at all. Right. Right. <laughs> I would definitely There's use Marvel Infinite as like an example of that type of bad, where it's like you have all the intros from the Marvel games, and the Marvel Infinite is just like, yeah, here you go, Marvel, Marvel Infinite. Infinite, press start. There's definitely that. Um, I think there's some, there's definitely some other ones I can think of that I'm like I'm not big on. Mm-hmm. I had most of the Smash. I, yeah, Smash no, games. that's fair. Yeah, like a lot of the Smash ones aren't very good. Um, Melee is aces. Yes, I, I think that's say- the only one that I like super love. I like more like Smash sixty four is nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. But the but, Melee one is fucking yeah. godlike, dude. Yeah, none of it shows up in the game itself. It's just, here's a cine- bunch of cinematics we made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Which, it's sick. And, and then you get the like brawl, I, and it's like, here's a slideshow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's subspace emissary cutscenes. Uh, so, I was going to say, the ones that usually suck for me are... They have... Basically, these are in-game cutscenes intermixed with, like, gameplay or, like... Mm-hmm. like trailer footage that is now like cut down together smash 4 is a lot of trailer footage all oh yeah no, it's only it's only trailer footage i'm pretty sure for smash 4 which i'm like uh and then ultimate is just gameplay clips of all the characters in the game like yeah doing it's, things. The, it's wow like, yeah. all the you get to see all the fire emblem characters jump together yeah like, cool. all right but like uh what i was talking about earlier the objective of like an opening and i think melee does it really well like these are all the characters this is all kind of vaguely not what they do but like this is the tone you're going for yeah all this of them. is what the this is what you think of when you think of that character right which is cool and it's like the thing like melee is a crossover game and like they're all here to fight like that that's cool and melee does it very yeah. very well um i also had on here uh cvs2 where it's it's the Ryu and Kyo fighting on a volcano thing. Uh, that one just, I think for a game that's this big of a crossover, only having Ryu and Kyo in what I, I would argue not very good looking sprite artwork, like running at each other. I was like, this always looked cheap to me. Um, and, like, it doesn't show any gameplay or show me all the cool Capcom or SNK characters who are about to fight. It, yeah. I don't think it really delivers the tone very well because it's the robotic announcer guy from CBS2. Um, it does have a good, like, Capcom versus SNK2. Like, I, I like that, that, but that that's it, really. Or when he says, Billionaire Fighting 2001. Like, those are fine, but everything else I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and then I also want to talk about, uh, music a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've talked about a little with Blaze Blue. I think the opening track song that you put in here is so important. Uh, and I just want to list some of my favorite. Oh, uh, 
some of my favorites. I was actually, I just got reminded because my notes are all out of order. I was going to say CVS 2 is bad, but SVC Chaos is, is good because it mm. has a better song. And it has the really awesome shot of uh, Ryu's going to fight Kyo, and then Akuma interrupts. And they're all about to fight. And then they look up. And for some reason, Mr. Karate's in, like, a, a castle. Like, looking at them. And it's he's menacing. It, it's awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen that one in a minute, Garrett, I recommend it. I used to, uh, like, there used to be an arcade machine near my, uh, it was an arcade machine near my house when I was a kid. That I would go, like, it's like in a laundromat or something. That we would, I would see it and just, like, watch this intro on repeat. Because it's, it's sick. Um... And it has good music, which let's talk about fighting game intro music. Blaze Blue, always killing it. Uh, what are the name? Do you know the names of those songs? Um, I know Clanning Triggers is uh, Iconoclast. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, God, I know Shin Shinsino. That's the Continuum Shift Two one, but I don't remember the name. Oh, Blue Desire is oh. one of them, I think. Chrono Phantasma, Chrono Chrono Phantasma, and then I think there's a blue, another blue thing. Blue Sanction is uh, extends. Mm-hmm. I do not okay. remember the name of Central Fictions, but those. So with that in mind, those songs are burned to your brain, right? Like yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I think like, we were talking about what needs to be accomplished here, but, like, if you can give me a good song, I'm ready to, like, I need, I'm ready to go play right now, you know? Um, what Do you have any other openings that come to mind that, like, you remember the songs in um, particular? Uh, the Persona ones. Oh, so both oh, arenas, dude. so both uh, Best Friend and uh, yes. Breakout. Yes, Breakout is the one. I love that one. I forgot about Breakout, dude. Oh, that is so good. Damn, I didn't even think about that. I like that's not on my list. I I forgot the blind spot for me. Uh, yeah. There's also um, so I don't care for literally any of the um Guilty Gear intros. They I was I, gonna bring so this I, up later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're good intros, but their music is incredible. Right. That like that was the note. <laughs> Like, I don't care for any of the Exard intros, but Heavy Day is, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Uh, I think that they're, they just, again, it's, the, they, they do the thing that I like, which is, character does cool motions, freeze frame on them, show the name of that character. Dragon Ball Fighters also does this, um, but it's all, like, in-game assets and, and, like, them doing their special cinematics yeah. and things like that, which... You know, I like a little bit of presentation, but yeah, so like maybe give me some CG cutscenes or you know something like that. But I get it. Sometimes it it doesn't work out, and they don't want to spend the money. And Rev Two is like an update of an update. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just uh, a two before Rev Two Point Two Point Yeah. But I like I like a little presentations and things like that. Uh, signs is all right it's a bit more storytelling like giving me like a book and some lore no oh, yeah the like two minutes of backyard lore yeah and then here's ramifall mm-hmm. 
And then it's, again, in-game animations and character name pop up. Which is, it's it's gets the job done. I'm not too excited about it or going to talk home yeah. anything good. Um, I think uh, ones that do this this concept a little bit better... Oh, let me finish music. We'll do music and I'll, I'll pivot to that. There, sorry, there's a lot to cover and I, you, you can tell I did not write out a well-organized yeah. way to talk no, about this. No, that's all right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, music is super important. Um, what's the name of... Is it Soul Edge's theme? Yes. That Max so, uses for his uh, stream intro? Yes, so the Soul Edge intro. Um, while visually very uh, classic old 3D, arcade 3D. 3D arcade of like, wow, there's a character doing something cool. Look at this technology. Mm-hmm. This song is a bop. And God, is this a cool fucking intro. Soul Calibur probably takes the cake for overall every fighting game intro they've ever had has been amazing. Because, uh, like, Soul Edge is super good. And I had in my note here, Soul Calibur 2 might be the best fighting game intro of all time. Um, Where, like, you have, like, the brief description of, like, there's the Soul Calibur. And we have to, like... Uh, a song of souls and swords eternally retold i think is how it goes a story i think it's a story of swords and souls eternally retold or something a tale i think it's a tale yeah and it goes straight into like the over the top orchestral music and we show every character like and then like soul edge like opens its eye at one point Uh uh-huh we get like all the characters doing their little like things going on I remember particularly how Maru is, like, running on a boat, getting shot at by guns. And he's, like, blocking him with his armor and, like, gonna go fuck those guys up. Um, and there's, uh, I think it's Huang is, is jumping over the, the wall, like, running away from the guy. It It's just great. It, it looks super good 3D for, like, what was it, 2000? 02? Yeah. 01, maybe? It was PS2 GameCube, so 01, 02. Right done very very well i'm a big fan of this intro this is a, a really fucking good intro and if like you saw this in arcade you're like i'm playing this or like for me a lot of these games were like on playstation uh and my friends would just have it on and it would just play on repeat because we just left the playstation on because we were children and it'd be like you could just oh this fucking intro is so fucking cool to just watch um along with this one i would also say um for music uh, I was going to say Tekken 4. Uh, and I can't tell you the name of the Tekken 4 intro. Um, I couldn't tell you what it is. But this Tekken 4 intro has, like, this weird haunting, like, synthy, like... I-, I-, I don't know how to describe it. But it's this techno synthy beat going on. Um, and I'm talking about the arcade uh, intro, not the console one. Um, it's the one that ex- is the exclusively Heihachi finding out that Kazuya's alive, and it's also sick that, like, the opening is, look, Kazuya's back, baby, and he's gonna fucking kill Heihachi. It's so awesome. And, like, Tekken's always had this weird, super, uh, electronic sound to it, and I think it's perfect yeah. in this intro. Um... And I, I, I'll never get over the visual of uh, Kazuya beating up all the guys with guns and him holding the gun at the last goon. He's like, I'm going to get it all back. 
uh, it's sick. Fucking, not a big Tekken guy, but I love the Tekken 3 and 4 intros. Not as big on 5 and 6. They're, I feel like they get really crazy. And I'm not as in love with them. You know what uh, we okay. didn't bring up about music either? The what the Undernight intros. Oh my god. You're totally right. I think uh, for Undernight's intros, I just... I don't remember these very much. Hold on, I'm looking them up. Oh, these are just like character splash art. No, Except it's... Um, art. It's splash art, but they're using the sprites mm -hmm. to do like custom animations. Right. Which looks good. And there's like some mild gameplay in between. Which are you talking about? Which one do you want to talk about? EX latest? Um, uh, either S tier or clear. Oh, oh, I, I haven't I haven't seen clears in a minute. Clear intro. Uh. With the Gundam ass sounding intro. Oh yes, I remember this intro music now. Yep, yep. Okay. Again, good music helps so much. Yeah, this is a good intro. But it, it's it I say it's good. It's a fine intro. Um, not quite Soul Calibur two, <laughs> but very strong. Uh, my last one for music that I'll talk about, and then I'll move on to the other thing I want to bring up was, um. Rumblefish. You ever see the Rumblefish intro? I don't think I have it actually. You should look it up right now. Um, so I'll admit, Rumblefish, not a, uh, not one of the best fighting games ever. Not one of the most iconic ones. But I like Rumblefish, so we're gonna talk about it. Uh, it's got this really cool hip hop beat intro. And because it's like a, the the game's aesthetic is like really like street urban street aesthetic, it's really cool. I really like the song. It has this weird like kid chanting in the beginning, but then once the beat kicks in, it's just kind of I don't know. It feels so two thousands, and I get mildly nostalgic for it. Uh, big fan of this one, and it's same thing showing every character do their little thing, a little bit of personality kind of what their moveset or idea is. Uh, I'm a fan of this, you know? I love a good, long, animated AMV where, like, here's our cast, and this is what they do and what their abilities are. And every fighting game intro should strive to do that, you know? Uh, now, Garrett, let's talk about story. <laughs> do you know any fighting game intro that does story? Uh, Blaze Blue. There you go. Blaze Blue does a good amount of story in theirs, uh, and Tekken does it from time to time, more or less. Just I mean, like specifically like... with Calamity Trigger, it does world building. Oh, does it? Does Calamity Trigger do the world building? A little bit, yeah. At the beginning, just like showing off like Kagusuchi and like, wow, look at oh, this. Yeah. yeah, you're right. L looking at it again, you're totally right. It does do the uh, that. Yeah. Um. I was going to mainly talk about Mortal Kombat um, and how a lot of these, a lot of the Mortal Kombat, especially like the 3D ones, are like, um, this is the vague, this is like the 15 minute, or the, the 15 second plot summary of the game. Like it's Deadly yeah, Alliance. Yeah, like it's the, oh no, Shang Tsung did a 
thing to Kung Lao, and now mm-hmm. there's Quan Chi. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, and I don't think any of these are really that awesome. Like, they're I, definitely I really better care. than how they used to be. Right. Because I think More- like overall they're pretty bad up until like, oh god, maybe like either Ultimate MK3 or MK Trilogy, maybe. But most of them are pretty bad because it's literally just here's a paragraph, uh-huh. like here's They're... text, mm-hmm. walls of text, and here's Goro. Yeah, they they are really bad. Uh, and then I think UMK three just didn't have anything. All right, I had like I think it was just like yeah, it was just gameplay, you know. Yeah. Which like gameplay and skeletons and fatalities, and I'm like okay, whatever. Um, now, the one I want to talk about is Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nine-year-old, maybe. I'm an eight, nine-year-old kid. Uh, my buddy, uh, Ben, has an Xbox. And we, uh, I remember him getting it for his birthday and playing Halo 2. Being like, this is, this is the future. Video games are awesome. But then, his dad goes, hey guys, we're gonna get the new Mortal Kombat game. And everyone cheered, and I went... But Mortal Kombat's like the the weird looking human thing, and I I didn't care about Mortal Kombat besides the movie. And so this movie this game's called Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Nine year old me is going crazy, and then you watch the Mortal Kombat Armageddon intro. And look, I'll say it: this intro is sick. <laughs> yeah, it's like what like three minutes of everybody running towards the temple and just beating each other up and getting to there. It- yeah, it's every character in the franchise all fighting while, like, a narrator's like, this is the ultimate battle. Characters are getting maimed. There's, like, guys everywhere. Uh, it's, you're watching, like, I think at one point, like, Katana gets, like, punched by Goro to the moon. <laughs> um, it's it's awesome. And it's, it's just a really well-crafted, like, big choreography fight uh, where everyone gets, like, a little moment to shine and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, like, without fail, I will always laugh when the pyramid rises up, and they're all oh, yeah. staring at yeah, it. And then and Striker like, just punches and runs. It's the funniest thing ever. Like, I will always just laugh when that happens, because it's so, like, it's like Mortal Kombat is always a little bit funny, you know? Like, there's always a little joke there, and it, it's glad, I'm glad that they were able to carry that into it, you know? Uh... Not a lot of great story trailers or story intro things, yeah, I would like, argue. The most you get is that there might be like a little bit of text. Mm-hmm. Like with Skullgirls, you get like a little bit of text at the very beginning, and then you just get gameplay with everyone's movie posters in the background. Yeah, that was also one of the ones I had that were not very great. I mean, it's fine. It's an indie game studio, they can't afford the big cutscenes and whatnot. Um,. I was going to say, I think for, they're not technically story, but they're fun, like, narrative ones. All of the things that Capcom was doing in the 2010s was fun. Uh, all the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 stuff, a fun time. Uh, I think most of it was, like, trailer stuff. Yeah, but I think no, Marvel 3 had, like, an actual trailer, actual, like, intro. Mm-hmm. With characters, like, interacting with each other. And then Ultimate was just like, here's a collage. Yeah, the collage is is lame. The collage is, like, cool in concept, but as an intro, especially compared to what old 
Marvel 3 was with like, yeah, here's Dante and Deadpool running at each other in a building shooting at each other. It's so fun. And, uh, you know, it, it, great way of showing off, like, look at all these crazy characters yeah. fighting with each other. It's sick. Here's Zero destroying, like, 40 aircraft in the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier. <laughs> also, like, Morgan's gonna do a, a fucking Azuna drop on Iron Man. Yeah. And it's hype. Um, super cool. And then the other one was, um... Oh my god, I'm looking at my list, I can't find it. What was it? Uh... I just said it, too. Oh, um... Capcom versus, uh... uh Street Fighter versus Tekken. Street Fighter cross Tekken. Uh, okay, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, the trailer is the more uh, compelling one, I would argue, because the trailers are all better, and this intro is all the trailers like yeah. mashed together. Um, which like we already talked about. I'd rather one unique thing than just show me all the trailers, you know. Um, and it has that song. The I'd rather live my life. Like it's weird they had like a weird American rock song. <laughs> I mean they did that in um, Street Fighter Four, didn't they? Yeah. Which also weird that they have like American rock music playing. Yeah, they do that, and then now like with six. Well, no, six's intro is different from the actual intro. Was right. I was about to mention the intro song that they got commissioned, but it's like that's not the intro. Mm-hmm. Intro spoken poetry. Which is cool. I like it. That was uh, we. Oh, that's the whole section that said like, where do we go from here? Uh, we'll get yeah, to that. Street Fighter Five's intros are also pretty all right. They are pretty good for like. I like uh, the Street Fighter Five arcade edition one. Yeah. Which is like all the little stages. Yeah, the and stage. Stuff. Yeah, it's like a little. It's like a play that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I like that visual a lot, and I also just really love like, again, showing a lot of characters off, and they all do a little thing, and you're like. That's my personality and my move yeah. idea. And you're like, I get it. I'm That's Cody. I yeah. broke out of prison. I'm here wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm it's Blanca. Good when I'm running around with with Ibuki for some reason. <laughs> uh, I love I love when they're able to show those things off, like uh, show off the personality of characters and everything. Um, I so. I skipped this one by accident. Street Fighter Third Strike is all unique art and super fucking cool music. Yeah, and then it gets better with the online edition. Yeah, it gets so much better. Because the then you get, because then you get knock you out. Mm-hmm. Knock you out, out. I I love that one. Um, Third Strike might not be a great intro, but I I like what they're going for here. Um. However. This intro is uh, dog water, and I'm sorry I said dog water. Uh, I'm a, I, it's a modern phrase, but this intro is nothing compared to everything that KOF was doing between 1994 and 2002. Um, with my personal highlight being the 2002 KOF one, uh, I don't know how they did it every year. But KOF was able to put almost every single character in their intros, like, and they have big rosters. Yeah, thirty um, plus each. Mm-hmm. And the the original King of Fighter two thousand two intro is so awesome. It's like I love the little panel art that they're doing for everybody. 
they're showing like a little bit of gameplay for from people and because it's like a dream match one um they're showing like look it's this generation and the previous generation and these characters you haven't seen in a few games and you're like oh fuck what look at all these characters and i just love the art that they were using and showing off character special moves and the block they like I, i'm what like it has all these blocks of like this is a character doing this and this is a character doing this and it's it's great. Like I love the 2002 intro so much, um, which leads into the unfortunate um, King of Fighters does not get better intros as the years go on. They also um, just kind of stop doing them. Yeah. So I don't think there's one for 15. There is not. There's the opening animation that they or the animation that they had made. Um, with uh, that one animator whose name I, I cannot remember, um, which is cool, and honestly, like, should just op every time you boot the game up that should play, but it does not, uh, which I don't know why it just doesn't. Yeah, it it's should. just it's just in the gallery. Yeah, because it's so cool yeah, and, and it I accomplishes don't... everything we've talked about. And fourteen didn't have one either. Yeah, fourteen just had um, King of Fighters. They just fourteen. I think it has Kyo doing like his his fire thing at the screen. And that's it. Um. But I was gonna say. Oh, also I was gonna say like the last one I could find was thirteen, which has like some cool art of like some of the past lore that's happened in the last few games, and then it gets it looks really bad with like Kyo and Iori, and there's like footage of them fighting in the background in game and it's it just looks off and i i just don't like how it looks it's, it and it doesn't get me excited to play the game it just feels like oh this is the game i guess um yeah that was i, I it's a shame that the 15 one isn't just built into the game like and now i guess that pivots to the like the conclusion of this which is like what does modern fighting games do for intros uh do, do you? How do you feel, Garrett? Do you think we should keep fighting game intros alive? I think like, we should. Yeah. Like I know nobody does it anymore. Like period. Or if they do, it's like super. Even in like non fighting game stuff. Mm -hmm. If it's like not an RPG, like a JRPG, you're probably not gonna get one. Right. Like I think the most recent game that I played that's that's had one is I guess I mean Soul Hackers two, but that's because it's a JRPG. But, like, not counting JRPGs, the last one I had was, like, Neo 2. And that was, like, well, like, two years ago? Mm -hmm. A year or two? Something like that? Yeah. Well, and, like, a, a lot of story games have, like, an opening cinematic after you press start, you know? Yeah, it's, like, after you start the game, they'll have all the stuff, but not mm -hmm. before. Yeah. It's unique to fighting games to have, like, an a, your intro is before you start the game. Uh, and I, I really like it because it, it really does, like, it's a tone setter. It's, like, it's, it, it's, like, your intro to the world and gets, like, this is the game you're playing. This is what you need to feel and this is what you need to, to know before going in. All right, let's fucking go. Um, and I love that. It's so unique to the genre and I just love having, like, those intros just play in the background or, like, it's good when they hap when they happen, you know? And I like... You know, put a little presentation of pizzazz to them. Uh, and so, like, we know Street Fighter Six is having, like, the spoken word one with, like, new art or unique art and all the characters being there. Yeah. I really like it. 
personally. I mean, uh, Tekken 8's probably going to have an intro, because Tekken 7 did, didn't it? Well, I looked up, like, Tekken 7 intro, right? And the Tekken 7 intros that I could see are, like, the opening cinematic is just everyone fighting, uh, like, it, it's all the, the, the photographs, because it's the reporter mm-hmm. angle, and it's just everybody fighting, uh, fucking Akuma. And it's all from the story mode, more or less, and it's, it's okay, it doesn't really get me excited for Tekken. The music is not Tekken music, really. It's, like, very orchestral cinematic stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't show off everybody doing cool stuff. It shows off some characters, but, like, it doesn't show, like, Claudio doing anything or Miguel in the game. It, it, it's it's okay. It's lukewarm, I would, I would say. Um, but Tekken 8 might just not... I don't know. Or they're just going to repurpose the trailer that they showed at the beginning, they showed early this year, and as, like, the thing. Yeah. Mm, I hope not. Yeah. I, I like when there's a unique, this is the game that you're about to play, here's what you need to know going in. Not like, we're recutting the story assets to give you, like, a vague idea of what the story is. Like, I, I want the tone setter for the game, not the story. That makes sense, you know? Yeah. No, I get you. Uh which like, I think uh, we talked about Mortal Kombat again. I think that does it perfectly where it's like, literally everyone is fighting. You can play as everyone. Everyone is here. Let's fucking go. Um, yeah. Uh, what other fighting game has ha- have come out recently? DNF doesn't really have one. It does, but it's not great. Yeah. DNF Duel's intro is not very interesting or intriguing. Um, it's mainly just like cinematic cutscenes, right? Like it's all the supers? I think so, yeah. It's boring. Um, Dragon Ball Fighters had one, which was pretty fine. I would argue pretty. No, I know. Decent. Um, what's it called? I know Grand Blue had one, but it's fine. Yeah. So like, what what other fighting games are coming out soon? In theory. Uh, so we already talked about Tekken and more and Street Fighter. Yeah, Netherrealm Nether might thing. do one. Netherrealm games, modern Netherrealm ones don't really have intros. If I'm not mistaken right no they don't they they just start game like injustice didn't have one they yeah just have, it's like... just goes to the menu screen or whatever and then if you don't press anything it goes into an attract thing yeah which is like i don't know kind of lame like and i know they spend money on trailers but like honestly make your trailer your opening cinematic your opening to the game you know and you can release it as a trailer i i I think having your like your intro trailer being your opening cinematic is genius because it's like now every time you play the game, this is like, you know, if you were to buy the game at any point, and you didn't know anything about it, you would watch that opening cinematic trailer and be like, all right, this is a, this is vaguely what I'm getting into, you know. Um. But like they they just refuse to have it, which okay, Netherrealm, I get it. You put all that money into a story mode, and you don't want to give me a fun trailer before your game, whatever. Um. Feels kind of backwards. I I think it's dead. Like I think we're not gonna get many more. Like these intros were alive during the arcade era mostly, and I don't think we're gonna keep that moving forward. Like I think we're just gonna slowly lose them because like uh, they, they don't serve the same purpose anymore, which is kind of sad. Like I 
I'm gonna miss booting up a game and having a really fun intro play and then be like, alright, fuck it, we're playing fucking Marvel 2 right now, or we're playing Garo, or like, this is, like, they're, they're just not gonna exist anymore. I think that's my theory. How do you feel about it, Garrett? Do you think we're gonna have more intros going forward, or do you think it's, it's dead? Um... I feel like we should. Like, I want more, but I can't imagine us having, like, extravagant ones anymore. The most we're going to be getting is going to be, like, probably on the tier of, like, what we get from Strife. It's probably like, the maximum amount of effort we're going to get if we get one. Right. Which is fine. Like, that Strive intro is fine. And it sets the tone pretty okay. And no, it doesn't get me excited for Guilty Gear Strive as much. Yeah, there's, um, like, one part that does, but it's literally only one section. And it's just the animation that it with um nago and dragon and stalkai yeah i was gonna say that that's the moment where they they're about to clash and then mm -hmm. they go past each other and head towards uh Asuka. you know it's Asuka. oh it's eno yeah know. it's towards eno yeah but yeah they're about uh, to clash but then they just go together mm -hmm. it's sick it is very very cool uh i'm, tr I'm looking it up right now i want to watch that again actually i also kind of like uh there it is yeah it's so sick Give me more stuff like this. It's cool, you know? Um, and I, I just... I think this episode just comes down to... I just wanted to talk about how fun intros are. And, uh, you know, that we should have more of them. And I get it. Indie fighting games can't afford it. And big budget studios don't think they matter. But if you're in the middle... Maybe should, do it. Yeah, you should do it. <laughs> uh, Garrett, uh, what's your, your... So your favorite one you were saying was Blaze Blue. Uh... Central Fiction, right? Or was it... Uh, Calamity Trigger. Calamity Trigger, yeah. Okay, I think my... I'm pretty my... sure they got, like... Hold on, I need to find out who animated it, because I know they did, like... They got, like, a big production company to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't, like, Trigger or anybody, right? No, no. It might have been Bones. Oh, But Bones I'm not sure. I need to look it up real quick, so... Keep, keep talking while I find it. I was gonna say, I think mine probably comes down to, like... Tekken 4s will always be my brain. I like Tekken 4s. But I, I think if I had to pick exclusively one... I think Tekken 4 is awesome. Like, there's a cool cinematic quality to it. But I think it's always going to be... Um, like, I'm just going to always think about that uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter. Good mix of, like, this is the crazy game that's happening. These are the cool characters you're going to get involved with. This is the tone. Get ready. You're playing this game now. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm playing this. This is going to be a good time. Um, and, and that's just a personal favorite, you know. I think maybe the best one, that the best fighting game intro is just Soul Calibur 2. Like, that, that's the perfect fighting game intro. And, like, we're never going to get that again. We're like, every character is doing their little thing. There's personality and movesets. And none of this is in the game, actually. It's all unique animations and such. Like, that's a fucking great intro. Um, and I get it. It's not for everybody. Like, like the, the, not every company can afford to make one, but I just fucking love when it happens. It gets me so excited to play the game, you know? Like, if you can get me, like, look, I'm already playing your game, but if you can, like, like, I, I, I'd like to think of it like this, like, I think the most useful thing for it is, like, 
me and you are going to play this fighting. I'm going to get you to play this fighting game. And we're sitting down, and I'm like, all right, just watch this opening cinematic. And if you can watch it, and you're like, all right, I'm in or I'm out based on that, that, that that's what it should do. You know, it should get you excited to play the game if you've never played it or if you are about, like, you have played it before. Like, yeah, this is the, the energy I need right now, you know? Um, I hope I'm not rambling. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. But no, it's okay. It's important yeah. to talk about all of this. It's to, cool, you know? God, I can't. I swear to God, they got in a studio to do it, but I cannot find, hold on. What if I just find it on, I will figure this out. I want to know who huh. did the intro. I'll do wiki. Mm-hmm. Do blaze blue wiki. I'm sure this actually has like in-depth shit. Mm-hmm. Uh... It's got to be there, right? In the wiki. It makes the most sense. Yeah, I hope so. I'm gonna cry if not. Gameplay. Home version features. It's not gonna tell me anything. (laughs) Can't believe you lied about it, Garrett. You're just wrong. (laughs) I think I might just be wrong, actually. Oh man. Hold on. I'm just watching through the Soul Calibur intros again, and uh, I just forgot that in Soul Calibur 2, they have the the super fucking sick uh, Raphael walk, like stumbling through the street, and the music dies down, and he's hiding from the police, and he gets helped up by Amy. That's ah, so cool. I remember when Raphael was cool. Before he was uh... a vampire, and then whatever he is now. He's fine now, I guess. Whatever. Wait, is this... Yeah. I remember. Uh, There is... Yeah. I have... There's no way... Nope. That Arxis, like, animated that intro. So... But I can't find it. Okay, so I guess we're just gonna uh, we move on and say nobody did it. Yeah, nobody, cause <laughs> I can't find it. I'm so mad, cause I know they get a the dead. There was a company that did it. Was it just Bones? I, it might I don't Bones. No, beyond I just don't know. What the hell is this? Soul Calibur Legends. Oh, that's a different thing. Poor Soul Calibur 5 is just the story mode cinematic stuff. And Darth Vader shows up for some reason. (laughs) Remember when we put Darth Vader in Soul Calibur 4? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Did Soul Calibur 5 have an intro? Okay, I found it. Gonzo. Gonzo. Gonzo KK. What did they do? Gonzo KK. That sounds familiar. Like, I've heard of that one before. Works. Um. Oh, they did Helsing. Oh! Helsing, oh. Full Metal Panic. Gantz. Oh, Full Metal Panic? I love Full Metal Desert Panic. Desert Punk. Basilisk. 
Afro Samurai? I think so, yeah. Black Cat. Wow. Witchblade. Yeah, so those guys did the... Um, bo- I think both the intro and the uh, cutscenes in Calamity Trigger. Huh. Good on them. Good. Yeah, and hey, that's also a good idea. It's like, just find a cool animation studio to pay to make it, you know? I get it, fighting games don't have a lot of money. We don't have the money to spend on fighting game stuff, but come on. It's cool. Let it happen. Yeah, it's Gonzo. They also did, uh, they contributed to the anime ending sequences in Street Fighter 4, which are all really cool. Um, and they did the King of Fighters uh, anime intro sequence for King of Fighters Dream Match 99. Wow. Which I think is like the remake of it. I don't remember. All right, we did it. But th- that was fighting game intros. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. I found the the holy grail of who did the intro. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. I was joined by Austin. That was me. I did it. And then me, uh, Garrett. Uh, join us next week for a spectacular. Oh yeah, it's our birthday spectacular. Yee. Did you already stop recording, or, or do we want to, like, tease? Like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't stop recording yet, no. Okay, I was going to say, next week's our birthday spectacular. We'll tell you all about it next week. Get excited, though. It's going to be pretty cool. I hope so. And probably uh, the full house, too. We'll see. We'll see. See ya.